Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash intb and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash intb. Honestly, they're not that bad. Welcome to an episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom. Hey there. So, mm-hmm. as you guys know. Do they? This week. Not only is it our 100th episode. Wah, 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 but it's also the week of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. The most beautiful <laughs> time of year. That is all about love and mm. And caring for each other. And it's based off of two completely different mm. people yeah. coming together and realizing, like, hey, we're part of this country now. Yeah. And you're you're my neighbor and we love each other. And they all shared and they were all happy. And... The end. Mm. Now, um, a couple of things for those who don't know. I am of indigenous descent, and obviously, (laughs) it's not the best time of year, (laughs) but uh, I learned, remember we just had, we had this conversation about, like, reservations and blah, 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 well, I actually learned, I don't know if it, I, I can't, I can't pinpoint if they started it this year, or if it's something that I've been trying to start. Or if it just happened or whatever. But I found out that the schools out here on the reservation, they are trying to teach, like, uh, the language still. Oh. They're making it, like, every, every like, high school student has to take it and stuff like that. Well, that's good. That's pretty cool. Um, but that also led to a lot of conversations between Native Americans and Americans and people not from america and or native to it and it's talking about the 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 celebration of thanksgiving and i under, i totally understand why it is a day of mourning mm-hmm. but it's also <laughs> it it i think like like for us at least we're removed from the idea of thanksgiving mm-hmm. now it's a it's a time of just celebration yeah. it's a, it's a day, it's a literal day of feast it's kind of like um how the Day of the Dead. Yes. How it is like the idea of it actually seems very somber, but it's not. It's a celebration yeah. of life. Just people, you know, who aren't with us anymore. Yeah, because unlike America, for some reason, most other nations celebrate their dead instead of, oh, we, oh, we got to be, oh, we got to be all nice, oh, mourn yeah. and stuff. And so I think like that's how. I'm not going to speak for every everybody because we're all different, but at least like I think that's how we see it, is that it's more of a celebration of like Native American life. Mm-hmm. How even though you turn it around, yeah, even though like this day is celebrated as like this false narrative and 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 like that was just like a cover up from like what was really happening, what continued to happen, and what still does happen Mm. it's more of like yeah fuck the white people whatever blah 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 this is this is our day of living this is our celebration of life yeah take Um, that 
But some people still, you know, don't celebrate it. But I did talk to someone who was very, very negative about it. And I was like, but here's the thing. As you speak about different tribes having uh, different views and different values and perceiving things different, how people in the Rocky Mountains are going to be different than the tribes from out here. And so things that they do out there that's, you know, you don't like, but you understand that's their way of life is different from you because you can, you know, you could uh, sustain your life differently and all this stuff, right? And she was like, yeah, but that's like a, that's a whole day of like, or it's a national holiday, which is built on like the bodies of Native American and stuff. And I was like, true. But what I'm saying is like, we're not forgetting that. We're not saying like, oh, we're going to celebrate to give praise to our white saviors. Yay. <laughs> it's not that. It's just, it's, it's being able to say like, you know, to, to never forget, you know, who we are. Yes, it is. It is a shitty thing that happened. Yeah, I'm so glad all these white people came and <laughs> moved us all the way yeah. out here. But it's like, just because we get together and we feast doesn't mean that we're giving. It's, it's almost like when people who don't celebrate Christmas on Christmas, they still have traditions. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah, we, you know, we make our own food or blah, blah, blah. Or like, or even Christmas itself has changed from being like, oh, it was such a like Christian holiday to being it's it's its own entity of a thing. It's less about. Yeah, Jesus you don't have now. to be. It's not like it's not like Hanukkah where it is very faith based. Yeah, it is just a day of like celebration. Yeah. It's a it's a day where people, even if you're not Christian or whatever, you can still celebrate it because it's like, oh, it's it's a day where everyone gets together and give presents. It's Presents Day. Yeah, they should change it to Presents Day. Well, that's why that don't they don't they have Boxing Day and um, yeah, and like Australia where they and, just box uh, each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I kangaroo, you want box? It's um, not a box. It's a knife. <clears throat> no, but it, it it was just like it was an interesting conversation to have. And, like, I, I respect her, and I get yeah. it. You know, she's been through shit and stuff like that. And it's, like, because she's very, like, all indigenous all the time. And she always talks about, like, white saviors, how she say, she hates white saviors. Because a lot of times it's, like, oh, they preach this one thing, but then they still do this and blah, 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 right? Yeah. And it's, like, but you're just doing that, but you're justifying it because you're like, well, I'm native. That, I mean, that it'd be like if I'm if I'm doing something, I'm like, well, I do this, so all natives should do that. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. like you're literally doing, like it's like it's it's like a euro it's like a eurocentric idea where, okay, well, yeah, isn't this, that the this, thing? This, 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 this. So then everyone has to follow my idea. Isn't that this. the thing we're supposed to be fighting against? Is this idea that. Just because you, culturally speaking, do it, that means a generalization? Yeah, because like we, we talked not, not that long ago, is like every reservation is different. Oh, yeah. And so the the way that people, the way that people cultivate their land, the way that, the way that people uh, move in and out of land, like the, you know, there's even people who are, uh, they're tribes, but they're not federal recognized tribes and mm-hmm. stuff like that does that mean that you know they have to follow you suit to you know it's just it's one of those things where it's like i totally understand i totally get it and i don't know that 
this country's fucked up. And in a day where, you know, people just want to, because all it really is is people just want to fucking eat. I don't think people even think yeah. care about fucking. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, Thanksgiving. I think most people just care about food. People don't yeah. care about the fucking whatever. And that, on itself, that's a whole other thing. But yeah. it's just interesting, <coughs> especially because, like, you know, we have little ones. And, like, that's something that I always try to teach, you know, my yeah. sister and my nephews and stuff. When it's like, just don't forget it. Like, yeah. you know, know what you're know what you're celebrating and, you know, like trying to get my nephew away from his dad for Thanksgiving because it's like, well, are you going to be with your fucking dad? Your dad's a loser, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but whatever. <laughs> we talk too much about the white devils and what they do to us people of color. Mm. So let's move out to something that we are OK with the white devils doing, and that is. Movies and entertainment. <laughs> this is the fucking news. All right, so after you do Bohemian Rhapsody, right, and you move on to Rocket Man, which is so the story of Freddie Mercury, and you move on to the story of Alton John. Where where are you gonna go next, huh? You tell me. Where are you gonna go next? Kiss Michael Jackson. Oh That's right. The producer of Bohemian Rhapsody is. I'm gonna be making a biopic of Michael Jackson, and it won't be sanitized. That's what he said. Uh uh-uh. uh, it ain't gonna be no sanitizing sure. on on here. And I was thinking, sure, yeah, right. His their estate's not gonna let you make a a, a, a movie yeah. of them without like sanitizing something. Like they're gonna talk about how no, he didn't bleach himself. That that was natural. He his his he naturally aged like that so graham king the the, the producer um he yeah 100 percent i guess secured the rights from the family's estate um it's gonna span his entire life i guess so they're gonna show how his dad was super abusive yeah i bet it's gonna do something where it's like they talk about him being so kind to the kids but they don't talk but they don't talk about like or show like uh, him, you know, having kids over or hanging out with the kids or spending alone time with the kids because he didn't he didn't do anything to those kids. Yes, it is very creepy. Yes, yes, when you look at it, it's it very wrong that he did this stuff. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have been able to to just take kids and be alone with them at any time of day. Yes, yeah, but he didn't touch those kids. No. No, no, no. He, he just loved those kids. Yeah. But not like, oh, no, not like love those kids. Mm. This isn't going to be in the movie, right? <laughs> uh, honestly, though, that's what I feel like because I didn't get to see Rocket Man, but I was going to wait for it just to get released. It's pretty but good. I tried to watch Bohemian. I really did try to watch Bohemian Rhapsody. I think you'd like it. Rocket Man, at least just for it being not Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but because Bohemian Rhapsody was literally like, this is just like if someone was like, hey, yeah, so like, I kind of I kind of know about Queen, and then they made a movie. Instead of like actually researching it, getting those interviews, trying to be like, oh, let's recreate this day and whatever. It was more of like someone read like, uh, a long article in in Rolling Stone about Queen, and then they made a movie because it just felt so sterilized. It felt so fake. I mean, I came in at the end, and 
I thought I honestly thought it was like someone just making like a joke. Yeah, like, and yeah, because then it like, ends with like 15, 20 minutes of music. And that's it. It's just the the live eight thing, which it's like. But he had a life after that. And that's honestly where I feel like they would do a Michael Jackson because he's had that problematic uh, view now, right? Well, yeah. So they, they bring up that um, the documentary Leaving Neverland and, like, everything about that. So hopefully they – me, myself, I would want a movie that shows, like, this is the disgusting, horrible person that he actually was. But then I feel like a bunch of, you know, like my mom, she's going to be mad because she's like, well, that's not really Michael Jackson. It's like, that's exactly how he was. And it's like, no, because he didn't touch those kids. It's like, yes, he did. Yeah. Look at how many people have, like, I was arguing with Junior about that. And he's like, oh, well, uh, he it never was in court. It never was proven. And he was never convicted. It's like, just because you weren't convicted for something doesn't mean that you didn't do it. Imagine if, uh, if Bill Cosby were to die 10 years ago and then this stuff got brought up, they would have that same, com- that same, uh, conversation. Oh yeah. That girl, those girls did try to go to court, but nothing happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now after he's dead, Oh, then they come out and start talking about it. Yeah, it, it would be that. And same I tried to explain to him: it's like people with power, you can't like fight against. And he's like, "Well, yeah, you can. You you can. You always can do that." And it's like, "No, you can't. Like, just because you think like in your head, like, oh, well, if it happened to me, I could fight it because everyone's the main character of their own story. That's not how the real world looks. Look at those people who." Look at, I mean, look at Michael Jackson himself. Look at the, the the parents literally took him to court. Everyone sided with Michael Jackson because they're like, well, he's the king of pop. He couldn't have done that. Yeah. We live in a weird, weird, fucked up future where we know pedophile rings exist. Mm-hmm. And we know that a lot of times people chop it up to conspiracy. And sometimes it is partially conspiracy. But... Uh, look at look at the stuff that happened in England. Mm-hmm. Look at the stuff that exactly. I mean, stuff that happens here. You know, look at like some of the stuff that does get brought up that is on the verge of conspiracy, like this stuff, but still has very much real ties and reality. Things that you can actually physically go back to and say. So you're saying that this little boy didn't get on a private jet with Michael Jackson? And then stay with him for a week. That would be interesting to see if they actually touch on some of this stuff. Because I do understand how you don't want to make... I mean, well, actually, you know what? No, they could. Because look at what they did with Bohemian Rhapsody. Made up shit. (laughs) So why couldn't they show, hey, this is... Look what we have. I I know Michael Jackson here to say that he didn't. But here are these boys who were in this situation, and let's just show them what we think, or let's show them what they tell us happened. Yeah, that would actually be kind of scary, but interesting. Um, it would be it would be interesting to see the casting, and uh, it's one of those, I think it, I think it's going to be one of those movies that I'm not going to see it until it comes on cable or something. Or, but if someone's like, yo, f- fuck, you gotta see it, mm. I might be like, okay, let's go see it. Okay. <laughs>
So Netflix just bought a major theater. Um, they purchased uh, the Paris Theater in New York City. A lot of people were saying that they were raising questions of whether Netflix will keep buying more theaters or whether or not this is just going to be like a one-time thing. Did Netflix buy one in L.A.? Back in April, um, they were in talks. They were in talks to take over and preserve the historic Egyptian theater, but I guess that didn't go through. So I guess this is the real theater that they're actually they purchased, and it's it's Netflix now. Um, is this the same thing as what we talked about last last week about <clears throat> them ch- wanting to change the laws, right? Of studios wanting to own theaters would netflix be considered a studio and would that be breaking the law anyways or would that not be because they're technically a streaming service quote unquote because that's where a lot of um like uber gets away with certain laws because they're like well we're not we're not a we're not a car. Or we're not we're a cab taxi, company. Yeah. We, we're a, a tech company because we. It's just run on an app, but it's yeah. like, yeah, but these people are in physical cars, so it's like. Yeah, but that's because, that's what people want to do. They want to share. Yeah. Vehicles. So do they say that they're a tech company that's just buying a theater, <clears throat> but they still produce movies? It is interesting though because this, yeah, this is like the week after we talked about this, and I mean, where does that line get crossed, if at all? Because you're right, it, them still owning a movie theater, it could be, like I said, it, this all could be a, a novelty of some sort. Yeah, right. Where they do their perm, their oh this. The Irishman's coming out. Let's do this New York, this big New York premiere, blah, blah, blah. That could be something, you know, that they're testing the waters with or who knows. It's something that we thought about them doing and thought it would be kind of cool, you know, to own a movie theater that you can show your film on, like, the big screen. But... Maybe this is like uh, them trying to figure if they could streamline it because Netflix has done and Amazon's done it too. And, you know, who knows who's next, but they do put their movies in theaters, you know, even if it's for a limited release. Uh, I know Bryson saw The Irishman in a movie theater. Um, So it looks like um, Netflix also has been considering buying a small theater chain such as Landmark Theaters, which was one of the companies through which Netflix has previously booked qualifying theatrical runs of its top-tier movies. I mean, I guess it's not a, it's not an out-of-the-question type of thing where, like, are they? It's just a matter of when are we going to get Netflix movie theaters, but it, right? Yeah, but see, it is, <coughs> it is interesting because us having that conversation last week, it does bring up the, the question of, is this something they can get away with? Yeah. Like, you're right. Where does it... Where where, where do they stand on being a a uh, a TV app and then a movie studio? Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah they're not... They're not Disney where they have... <laughs> 
they, decades and decades and decades. And they have and, a physical studio lot. Yeah, and they can do all this shit and blah, 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 whatever, right? And then they just happen to release an app, right? It's not, it's not like that. It's not like uh, a WB doing, you know, doing the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's something that started very much online as one thing. Well, not even online at first, no. but it started very much as one thing, and then just progression led him to another. Where and now the necessity to evolve into a production company. Yeah, and does that mean that because they can produce movies and they own a building, does that mean that 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 that's considered a movie studio? I mean. Does it even matter if they overturn the the Paramount clause? That's true. I mean, because then at that t- that point, do we do we have to sit down and like, do we need a true laws like in place stating that like to separate this? But see, then it's like, yeah. Then where do you draw the line? Too, it's like if you're a tech company, can you not own theaters? And it's like, can you not own like? It's like if Uber bought like a local cab company, right? Like, can they? Can they not do that, or because they're they're technically one different? They call themselves something different, so <laughs> legally, but oh, yeah. like it's like, but you are this. That's really I don't know. That's really it's really like intriguing to see this actually coming to, because we talked about it yeah. and we we talked about it before any of this other stuff happened. Mm. We talked about it because of this other stuff happening. And now knowing that it's they're going forward with it, yeah, we knew Amazon was doing this. You know, now Netflix is doing it. It's it is interesting because they are producing like high quality movies now, where it it doesn't seem so ridiculous anymore that the Irishman can be nominated for a Best Picture. The yeah, the Irishman, you know, the one that you can go on Netflix right now and watch and all this stuff Ooh, yeah you know what i mean like it's so yeah i don't know it's 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 cool because like we said there is a point in time where uh uh, amazon uh exclusive movie or a netflix original sounded so stupid yeah (laughs) and then like they started winning awards and it's like huh and then I feel like this kind of line and chain of events kind of leads to, and this is where I get upset. This is why I get upset with like people who are more conservative and libertarian because they have the optimism of, but see, just because we take away the regulation doesn't mean that the business is going to do it. It's like, no, that's exactly what they do. They see Netflix and Amazon buying up theaters next thing you know disney's gonna say we're never gonna do if they turn overturn this clock right disney could say we're, we're, huh, we're never gonna do that huh and then next thing you know they they quietly acquire amc <laughs> yeah. right through some something and then it's like you're gonna get like a disney experience to see the movie it's like <sighs> yeah i don't know <laughs> It's like I said. Right now, it's very interesting the fact that it's it's actually going through, yeah. but we are in the very beginning of all of this. Like we we just I felt like we just talked about uh, Amazon maybe doing something like this and Netflix whatever. And now this is actually going forward. So I don't know. I guess we'll just see.
Dusty. I want you to meet Benjamin. Well, I noticed you didn't have any friends, so I signed you up for the Guardian Angel program at church. Your mom's smoking hot. I play my cards right. Maybe someday I'll be your real guardian. Good morning, homeschoolers. You're really gonna enjoy the best writer's camp in the state. I'd like to introduce you to one of the greatest science fiction authors of our time, Ronald Sherman. I'm assuming you love to write fantasy fiction, except the character names in your stories are suffering. Need thou not be afraid, we can add Onius, Inus, or Anus to just about anything, and it becomes magical. So when are you gonna let me read one of your stories? I let my mom read a few, but they've just made her cry. <laughs> you can read this. Bronco and Vinaya began their assault on the East Factory. Bronco. I am your soldier. I'll cut to the chase. Unless you can give us something worth taking to print, we're just gonna have to let you go. Bronco. I can do better. Bronkanus. Forgive me. Cyclops there. Cyclops there. Cyclops there. Turrets. Oh my holy crap. Surveillance does. I hate those. It's fantastic. Get aboard your proof for print. Oh my gosh, is that the new Chevalier book? You stole my story. Awesome. All you did was change the character names and turn Bronco into a tranny. This is ridiculous. Levine! you come down here and fight me like a man! Seize him! If there's one thing I can't stand, it's plagiarism. I'm completely distressed. I can't even concentrate on my audiobook narration. Gentlemen Broncos. Gentlemen Broncos is a 2009 American comedy film written by Jared and Jerusha Hess and directed by Jared Hess. Benjamin Purvis lives with his mother, Judith, who designs tacky clothes and makes rock-hard popcorn balls. Judith and Benjamin make ends meet by working at a women's retail clothing store. Benjamin spends his spare time writing science fiction stories, and he has recently completed a story called Yeast Lords, which is centered on a hero named Bronco, modeled after his long-dead father. At various times, portions of Yeast Lords are seen as Benjamin imagines them. Bronco is obliquely masculine, and he valiantly struggles with the villain over yeast production. At a two-day writing camp for aspiring fantasy and science fiction authors, Benjamin attends lectures by his idol, the prolific and pretentious writer Ronald Chevalier. Chevalier announces a contest for the writers in which the winner's story will be published nationally. After encouragement from fellow camper Tabitha, Benjamin submits Yeast Lords. Tabitha shows the story to her friend Lonnie Donahoe, who runs an ultra-low-budget video production company. Lonnie gives Benjamin a post-dated check for $500 and begins adapting Yeast Lords into a film. As Chevalier reviews the stories from the campers, he gets a call from his publisher rejecting his latest manuscript. Panicked, he picks up Benjamin's story and it sparks his imagination. Chevalier changes Purvis's Bronco into Brutus, an extremely effeminate and comically flamboyant hero. 
changes the other characters' names and title, but otherwise leaves the story intact. His publisher loves it, and the novel is rushed into production under the title Brutus and Balzac. Portions of Chevalier's version are now seen playing out alongside Benjamin's original version of the story. At the local premiere of Donahoe's version of Lee's Lords, Benjamin is nauseated to see how badly Donahoe has adapted his work, and he abruptly leaves the film with Tabitha. They go to a bookstore where he discovers Chevalier's plagiarism after reading a paragraph from Brutus and Balzac. He confronts Chevalier at the local book signing and assaults him with some merchandise Chevalier has offered him in exchange for keeping his staff quiet. Two policemen hustle him out of the store and he is placed in jail. Judith comes to visit her son in jail to give him his birthday present. She hands him a box of manuscripts, all officially bound by the Writers Guild of America. She explains that she has been registering all his stories with them since he was seven years old, thinking they would make a nice keepsake for his children. Yee Swords is one of the registered stories. Copy of Chevalier's novel are unceremoniously dumped from store shelves and replaced with Benjamin's original novel. Gentlemen Broncos. No, wait. I could do better. Gentlemen Broncanus. <laughs> Broncanus. <laughs> Oh, God. A movie that we have loved for a decade now. I didn't even, I, I couldn't even believe it when I when I was like, 2009? Are you serious? Yeah. It's a, it's a movie. <laughs> um, another Jared Hess flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we watched it, right? The first time together. Yeah. Because I think didn't did Tyler rent it? Um, maybe. I know. I I think we watched it twice here. I watched it with my mom once. Really? So, <laughs> I've watched this movie uh, many a times. But uh, enough of me, Dom. Let me know what you think of this awesome classic. I'm I'm so glad we can call it a classic now because it's been a decade. Um, yeah, when we first saw this movie, it blew our minds because of how not only ridiculous it is, but this type of humor is like the type of humor that like we shared and like that kind of like got us to like be friends. I mean, we like, look at us now. We still reference this movie to this day, like just things that they say and just rewatching it again to just like, I, there's things that I noticed too, like when he, he's walking and he smacks that girl in the face with the bag. Like there's things that like you don't even notice and like you're laughing so hard at, and it just like kind of is upsetting that this film isn't tore apart like through like every other like reviews and all that. And it's like I don't understand why because it's still the same type of humor that like Napoleon Dynamite has. I, although I think it's it's better than Napoleon Dynamite. It's more refined. Yeah. And, like, it's it's also got, like, that, like, Nacho Libre type of humor, too. Like, I, I, I just don't understand why, like, if people like those films, why they don't like... It's like when people... With, like, Adam Sandler's films, I think, where they, they like certain ones, like, but then they're like, oh, I don't like that one. It's like, yeah, they might not be as good, but they're still pretty funny. 
I I love this movie. It's so hilarious that like I I was laughing so hard because this movie just makes me laugh so hard. Like did, I I just love that Sam Rockwell is, he plays um Bronco in the like imaginations like and not only does he do it like the one time, he does it multiple times in different character because Benjamin he like pictures him as this like ultra like rugged like outdoorsman. <laughs> and then, and then, um, Chevalier or uh, Jermaine Clement, he, he he pictures him as such a effeminate like guy who's just like, give me the binoculars. He's like, they're the they're the cyclops, they're the cyclops, they're the turret. <laughs> but I love that like. Oh no, surveillance deer. <laughs> I just love that this man has won an Oscar. Yeah. I honestly though, I think the the weird part about people not really watching this, reviewing it, liking it, whatever, I think it's weird because when you break it down, I would say that this is his best film. Mm. Because Napoleon Dynamite was very much like a one out of a hundred thing. It wasn't supposed to get that big. Mm-mm. But people loved it, and I think that carried on to stuff like uh, Nacho Libre and this, where it was more refined. And this is very much, like, this honestly feels like, well, what if I did something like a Nacho Libre, but now I have actual skills? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's crazy because you're right. It's like similar type of humor because he has that type of humor. It's it's shot very similarly, like it you know mm. it has that same like what year is this? Yeah. Where is this? Cons- where is and this? I, at? And I love that like whole vibe because it works so well for the story. But it's easy, and then and then also and then also his later films, which I still like. It, you know, he still has that like type of humor, but it's matured. Yeah, like uh, masterminds. Yeah, uh, differently. But it's still there. It still has his like flavor into it. Mm-hmm. But like this movie is the gold standard for his movies. And not only that, you're right. You watch this movie and this movie was like hilarious in 2009. This movie is like a blueprint for comedy in 2019. Yeah. There's things that my nephews will watch that they have this type of humor Mm -hmm. and and it's so funny because it's like well yeah because they're like napoleon dynamite blah blah blah. it's like exactly because he he went and refined it to break to be this this is like i I think i brought it up here before but it's kind of like there's there's certain bands um that exist that never break uh as big as other bands like your your favorite band it's it's your favorite band's favorite band there's there's yeah. those bands that never they never get the recognition they never hit the popularity as other bands but they were at the same time they were doing those things before those other bands this is like that <laughs> yeah this is like your favorite movie's favorite movie yeah it, it, it's it's so fucking funny and, and the one thing that yeah you're right we watch it and we always laugh and i've honestly seen this movie like it has to be a few dozen times by now 
because I would watch it every time it would come on cable. I'd watch it when it would come up on streaming. I'm surprised I don't own it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Seriously, Uh, right? But, yeah, I mean, even when it came out, I'm I'm pretty sure I watched it about a dozen times or so. Because, like I said, I watched it with my mom, which I'll, I'll get back to later. But even even with all those viewings, sitting down, watching now, you pick up on little things that maybe you forgot or maybe yeah. you didn't even understand or maybe you just, at the time, you didn't even pay attention to. It's all the actors in this. And I'm talking about all of them, from from the main actors to, to the side characters to the um, little uh, guests, like, uh, you know, background characters. <laughs> yes. They all... They all do this thing where it's like they buy into this world of <laughs> gentlemen. Like the when you're talking to the girl, she's like, mm, she bites her lip. Like that little thing didn't need to be there, but it was there. And it's and that little thing makes it that whole scene so much more fucking funny. That little little bite from that one girl for what five seconds fucking hilarious <laughs> or the teacher like like uh when he's introducing the girl and then he's like mm. and then he leaves it's like i didn't i didn't even pay attention to that before but that that little little thing he does just exiting the screen yeah because he he does it in i think what is i think our most our, one thing that makes us laugh the, the most is like that awkwardness of it yeah. Like it's it, like absurdly awkward. Yeah, and I think that's what, and I see, and that's what, that's what he started doing in Napoleon Dynamite, and you could see it there. But I feel like this, yeah, you're right. He perfected it with this one because it's just it's so uncomfortably funny because of how awkward it is. But it doesn't last too long, and it's just it's perfect. Because often in times when you watch, especially like comedy movies, um. Sometimes you'll have, like, your main characters or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, like, blockers that just came up. Blockers, the, the core group of blockers and everyone there is very silly. But when you start going outside of that, then people start being more normal. Mm-hmm. Like, even the um, John Cena's wife, um, she seems normal, right, compared to everyone else. And this thing... I think the universe is just skewed. Yeah. Because it seems like everyone here, like everyone in the universe is just kind of weird. Yeah, they're and, just kind of off. Yeah. And like, and I think it's even funnier because uh, Ben, the main character, is supposed to be the more normal of the group. <laughs> yes. Like, like, in, like we're talking about within the first... 10 minutes, seven minutes, something. And she comes back with all the fucking snacks. And she's like, can you give me a, a hand massage? And he's like, <laughs> doing it. But then in that little moment, he's like, he knows that this is weird. And he does a thing where he, yeah, where he looks around. He's like, what? Like, he can no tell. One, he's yeah. like, what the hell? Like, yeah, has like, anyone no seen one, this? No one else is seeing this? <laughs> and it's, it's, it's like that. It's like, <sighs> Like yeah, towards the end with when he's doing the book signing, and he's like, "Oh, and space camp." And that guy's like, "Lucky oh, yeah. or whatever." Um, but but yeah, you're right. Like 
it's it's the characters themselves. They're, they 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 know how to inhabit this this world. It's like yeah, because in um a lot of other things they have to have like the straight man and then the more goofy character like um like uh, oh like in like the Hangover or like Bridesmaids right where it's like oh like Bradley Cooper and Rose Byrne they're the they're the straight characters right they don't get to make or if they're gonna make a joke it's to make fun of somebody right. But then you have like the, um, what's his name, um, Zach Galifianakis, or um, what's her name, um, Melissa McCarthy, where they're just they're there to be like silly and over the top all the time. But like none of these characters are are over the top. It's just because they're just they're they're just like slightly like they're either really quiet or they're they're either really like I, I don't even know how to explain it. like Lonnie. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, it's weird because it's not just these people in this town. It's everybody. Yeah. Like literally everybody. Like even like I remember the, when the guy is asking him the question and he's like, uh, you're the human ears won't be blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I could, I could give you the lyrics and he's like, awesome. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, Everybody in this in this Jared Hess <laughs> universe, this gentleman Broncos movie verse, everyone's just kind of off. Yeah, and so even though the, each individual is kind of weird in their own way, it's not weird in the sense of like, yeah, you're right. You're being you're being the Zach Galifianakis. You're being the the the, the ducky of this movie. It's yeah. like no, this is just really Ben is the weird one. Because he's the most level-headed, yeah, he's more just, straight person. Yeah, he just sits there. He's quiet, and he he sees like these things happening. He's like, "What?" And yeah, he's the one who's questioning everything. Like, <laughs> e- like literally every everything. I just, and then yeah, and every character is like that too. Even like his mom is just kind of like out there too when she <laughs> brings him the for his birthday the cheese car. <laughs> I didn't even realize in the movie theater she had the ball. Yeah. She's like slamming it like to break it up. This movie later, it's only like an hour. It's not even an hour and a half. I think it's like an hour twenty nine. Really, minutes. it feels like a long movie because it makes you laugh all the way through. Yeah, like it. That's what I'm saying. It's so crazy. It's just like the movie's so ridiculously funny all the way through. It's not just the jokes. It's not just the characters. It's not just the settings. It's everything coming together. It's it's the funny things of um, someone asking a question and just him answering it in a funny way. But it's, but it's not because he's trying to be funny. It's because that's really how he, <laughs> how he is. <laughs> like... If you're if we were writing this right for a class uh, uh, assignment or something, some people would be like, "This is dumb," but it's like, but it's because it's not just trying to write a joke. It's not trying to be like, "Oh, here's here's a f-. like." Yes, the the snake shooting itself is hilarious. <laughs> Her against Shonda boobs hilarious, but also it's hilarious when he's like, "Hey, um, you know, aren't aren't uh." Troll's supposed to be named after like uh, uh, nature and stuff, and he's like, "I wrote blah 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 trolls." Are you talking about bridge trolls? Are you talking about nature trolls? Are you talking about blah blah? blah? You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, 
because like that's how ridiculous these people are but it's not because they're ridiculous it's because that's like I, I don't know it's so weird because they are ridiculous but it's but they're but they fit, well, they fit in this into, world yeah they fit in though uh it's like it's everything it's 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 ineous ineous <laughs> uh, uh like a bunch oh. of ginus <laughs> <laughs> Like everything in this movie, God. from the be- literally from the beginning mm-hmm. to the 100%. end, is so fucking funny. And uh, before we end, though, like what's what's just funny about like the idea of these people being like kind of silly and out there, but not being um, in the movie. There's uh, what's what's the guy's name, the director guy? Oh, Lonnie. Lonnie Donahoe. Yeah. So. This funny, this funny, the funniest part about this whole thing is I watched this movie with my mom. Um, it could have been like I think maybe it was on cable or something, and we recorded it or whatever. But because, like I said, I watched this a shit ton of times. <laughs> she watched it with me. Um, she laughed, even though she doesn't like. She said she she swears she doesn't like the stuff I like, but whatever. But one of the funniest parts is she was laughing so hard because that character reminded her of someone in real life there was this yeah there was this navajo guy who she used to work with and she's like i swear to god he is he's exactly like that the way he talks the way he acts like everything how he accentuates things that's how he is and i was like no way she's like yeah i swear like he used to work with me for a couple of years and i never got that out of my head because it's like so does that mean that that like the that person? I'm not saying it was him. Maybe it could have been him. Maybe mm-hmm. Jared Hess ran it to him one day. Maybe maybe he maybe he stayed at the ho- hotel and he was working there. Well, he's he from like, Utah, right? Jared Hess. Yeah, I think so. Um, and they just happened to run it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, but either way, like something must have happened where he he met someone like. He met someone. He met some another another Navajo guy like that. <laughs> but like, it it just blew my mind that the fact that this movie being so silly has some ties into reality. Where I'm, where my mom was like, yeah, that totally reminds me. Like it wasn't even like yeah, like that. But like you know, another no. She said straight up, he's exactly like that. <laughs> And it just always blew my mind. And maybe that's why, that's another reason why, like, I say, like, this movie is probably way more than you think it is. Because there's just something about this movie that just hits every single time. Like I said, we've seen, we talked about this for so long. And we always talk about it. And you're right. We've been quoting it since the day we saw it. Because yeah. this movie is so fucking funny. It's, mm. like, unbelievably funny, too. Yeah. And... I think that one one thing that things like uh, this and a uh, Napoleon Dynamite have going for them is they like to place themselves in this weird, skewed, this is the early 90s, but also the late 90s, but also the mid 2000s. But but also like, it could be like the maybe the 80s too sometimes because... Like, just some of the things that they wear. Or this could be an alternate universe where we have 2000s technology 
in the 1980s. Maybe. Because, like, I like, like, the fact that I think he skewed that, like, the 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 fashion with like mm. the technology because he does have a Bluetooth. Oh, all, that's right, all, he does. all the time. And he and then at the end he has a cell phone. Yeah, um, but see, if you took those out of the movie and you and he was just like on a regular phone, it would fit completely well too. Yeah, like that's what I like is that like it could be anywhere. And if you told me it was in the mid nineties, I would be like, oh yeah, of course. If you told me it was like in the mid two thousands, I was like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. I think one thing that this movie has going for it is that it it, tr- it like does this weird thing where it plays with your your vision of like, well, this is a 2000s movie. This is a 90s movie. This is an 80. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully that helps it stay like in the future of this where people were watching it like, wow, this movie was like crazy ahead of its time. It's so hilarious. It's like. It's like Napoleon Dynamite, but like ten times better. And that's like when we're fifty-five, we're like, yeah, fucking no. Yeah, Check God out episode one hundred like, of INTB. Yeah, like <laughs> Jesus Christ, like how, we've been saying. How long have we been saying? And it's like, oh, oh, and then they're gonna be like, okay, what are we millennials or exennials or what are we Gen X? Yeah, they're gonna be or? like, okay, millennial. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, no, but seriously, though, you know, one thing that we learn in life is things come and go. Things change. It can never stay the same. Except for Jalen Broncos. That's always and forever. It's always hilarious. So, obviously, it's four thumbs up. Go watch this damn movie. Stream it on... Uh, tour site or whatever mm-hmm. or or steal it from a Walmart if they, they doubt they have it at a Walmart but wherever you can find it get this goddamn movie because trust me if you like comedy any comedy this has it for you well I think we can Maybe pat ourselves on the back and congratulate ourselves because this is episode 100. I mean, technically this isn't the 100th episode, um, but it is our 100. Whatever it's, it's like how the 300th episode of The Simpsons technically wasn't the 300th episode, but whatever. This is our 100th episode, and for today's segment, we're just gonna kind of talk about it's not that bad. I don't know behind the scenes stuff, I guess, or. Whatever. You know, it's going to be more relaxed because this is our 100th episode. And yeah, we just kind of want to go through and think about from the first episode to now and, you know, how we view things, um, how things have changed for us. And, uh, you know, obviously, if you were to go back and listen to the first episode... And listen to this episode, you can see that it, I, I would say that we're producing content now that's actually good. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I want to say it was about, um, I think it was the episode we did, at least to me, where we did with uh, Solo. I think that was the start of us actually like hitting our, our groove. Because, I mean, we just lost our, did we have a third person on here? 
I don't know. It, it's weird. If you go back and listen to the first couple episodes, it sounds like someone else is talking when we're trying to talk. And I don't know why. I, I think it was a malfunction with the, the mic or something. But anyways. the So the reason why, and I think the reason why it still is this way, is from the get-go, we want to do, everyone does a podcast. Yeah. Obviously. If you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, there's a good chance you do a movie podcast. Oh. But we didn't want to just do a typical movie podcast where we just talk about, well, this movie and that movie and blah, blah, blah. We wanted to do something different because, especially at the time, I would say it's probably at the peak of it, where it was more about, let's talk about what I didn't like about this movie. Yeah. Let's talk about why this doesn't work. Let's talk about, oh, I'm going to go through and I'm going to review this movie about, like, all the stuff that I didn't like and what I didn't, you know, what I yeah. personally hated about it. I do give it 8 out of 10 stars, but let me just go through what I don't like. And it was this weird idea of, like, why do people hate watching movies? Because yeah. we have had conversations. Our base, our whole fucking friendship is based off of, like, us liking the idea of movies existing. And so... We've had conversations before where it's like, yeah, I like this movie because of this reason and I'm entertained. Or, oh, yeah, well, I actually like this because, like, it's blah, 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 whatever. And that was one thing that it was like, yeah, okay, like, sure, you know, you don't like that, but that's whatever. That's yeah. that's you. And it was one of those things where we just like movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know that. And not every movie is going to be the best movie. We know not every movie is going to be like, oh, I loved it. It was the greatest, blah, blah, blah. But people tend to forget that movies are very entertaining. And it was it's almost a weird concept now where people can watch a movie and be like, I like that movie. Okay, but, but tell me what you loved about it. Well, I don't know. It was, it was all good. Well, tell me what you hate about it. Well, there's a couple things, but it's all right. It, it's almost like... Just the idea of liking a movie, not loving a movie, not hating a movie, not telling you why you have to love this character or what you hate about the the, the story. Just the idea of you watching a movie and enjoying it seems so ridiculous. Yeah. And, and one thing that uh, almost was like perfect for us was it was three different people with three different views. Yeah. <laughs> like Junior had a weird fucked up vision of something and you had a more regal uh, idea of cinema and I'm more of a casual let me just watch something whatever and so it was three people just coming together and saying yeah. like why we like this movie mm. why you like what well what what is this movie like what did you like so much about this movie what did you like about this movie this is what I liked about the movie and it's something that <clears throat> I think even even though like losing junior and trying to keep like a third person did feel like weird at first because it was just us talking to each other. We were still able to keep that idea of like, well, you when we watch a movie, you can still see this stuff in a movie mm -hmm. that I'm not going to pay attention to. And then I'm going to look at this movie completely different than how you're going to look at this movie. Yeah. And even though like we feel that way or whatever, blah, 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 we can still come together and be like, yeah. It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how we've approached every film. Like, is we don't go in automatically, like, hating it. Unless it's like a Bohemian Rhapsody, because, I mean, 
It's Bohemian Rhapsody. But that's why we don't review it. That's why we don't. Yeah, exactly. It's like, we're not going to review something that we automatically are like, we're not going to like that. Or it's not that we're not going to like it. It's just we're going to have too many flaws with the film that I think out outweigh the positives we could say about it. Because there's like a movie like Avatar. Like the only positives we've ever said about it are the special effects. Like, the, the effects of that movie, yes, are great. The, and to a certain extent, some of the direction is great. And, like, some of the cinematography is great. But other than that, like, we can't... I mean, honestly, I wouldn't want to sit here talking about it because I'd be like, well, this this this, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, that doesn't work. Like, why are we going to do that to you guys? Like, you don't want to sit here and hear us complain about a movie, right? We, we want you to go out and watch these movies. So we're going to talk up these movies. That's why we go see these ones and we talk about the ones that... We want you to actually go out and see. Like, yeah, we've done some that when after we watched it, we were like, meh. But that's been very rare. Like, I think Mute was one of them, but it's still we still liked it because Paul Rudd's character, you know, and Justin Theroux's character, they made up for the flaws of that movie. Because it could have just been a movie about them, and that movie would have been awesome. Yeah. Or like, oh, what was the other one we did with... Allison Brie and oh, Jason, Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Yeah, it were. I thought it was going to be a better movie than it turned out to be. But it was but, just kind of like, eh. but it was still just a fine movie. Like yeah. we could still talk about how good it. And I mean, it and was that was movie. one thing. Like that was one thing we always try to do is we try to look at what's good. It's like, well, you first of all, you have Allison Brie in a movie. Mm-hmm. That's a positive. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but like. The, our criticism when it is negative it's stuff where it's like well you have Jason Sudeikis in this movie and he's not as funny as he should be exactly and that's like that but but we're saying like but that's that's where we're still like the one thing is we're always criticizing these movies true but it doesn't mean that we have to put down every single thing like that it's our criticism is well, when you have a movie with Jason Sudeikis in it and Alison Brie, you can kind of get away with a lot of stuff comedy-wise, and it just never felt like it hit. It felt like it was it was a misstep. It felt like yeah. someone wrote a script and was like, "No, we have to say the script." Yeah. And that's why it was like it was kind of yeah. it was kind of hard watching at times cuz it's like, "I know that these people are so much better than this movie." But watching it, it's like, okay, but still, it's like a good rom-com. You know, you get the happy ending and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Because at the end of the day, it's like, it really is not that bad. Yeah. Like, I talk about it all the time, but my absolute worst movie I've ever seen was How Beer Punk Saved My Life. It was a movie I found on Netflix. It was one of those things where I just wanted to watch a comedy movie Mm. and... I think it was like I want to say like the girl in that movie was in like some weird zombie movie I saw that I kind of like. Really? I could have been mixing them up or something, but either way, like I remember just thinking like, okay, yeah, I'll put that on. And the reason why I hate that movie is because every single part of that movie was wrong. <laughs> like the jokes didn't land. Mm. Like the story was stupid. Like every like you're supposed to it's supposed to be a comedy movie. And I didn't laugh. And that's saying a lot because I can watch legit kids' movies. Like, actual kids' movies mm-hmm. meant for little baby kids. Yeah. And I can still laugh. 
Exactly. And so watching a movie like Beer Punk Saved My Life, and I'm sitting there like, that's fucking stupid. And Why would they? What? He just that's dumb. And he see, that's that? that's why I don't understand when like people give like like the one the movie we reviewed this week, Gentleman Broncos. They give it a bad review, but it's like this movie still like it still made us laugh. Like it's a comedy. It made us laugh. It did its job. Like I don't understand. Like you know what I mean. Like if a horror film actually is like, oh shit, this is kind of creepy. This is like scaring me. It did its job. I think if a movie like that, where it's a specific genre like that, if it does its job well enough, I think that's when you can say, hey, it actually isn't that bad. Like, you guys are just making, like, just because you didn't like this or you didn't like that. Like, a really, like, a, a good example is, like, Annabelle. That movie is a terrible movie. <laughs> There's only one, like, scary part to it, but the rest of the movie itself is, like, not good. And, yeah. It, see, it looks good. It just, yeah. And see, we would we would never review it, but you said I, I haven't seen the sequel, but you said the sequel is actually yeah. really good and probably should, like it does its job, right? It, like it actually ter- like gives you those chills, or it terrifies you, or or it scares you well enough. Like the like the Baba Duck, I think that movie does a really good job of like creating that sense of like you know like when you're like a little kid and you're you hear a noise and you're just like in bed like what is that and your your mind just imagines all these things and I yeah. think that's why that does its job really well. <clears throat> I think that's why we go out of our way to review certain films and we don't other ones yeah. is because well we could we could always review Annabelle. But we, all we would be doing here is talking about, oh, well, they could have done this better. They could have done this. They could have done that. This. But do you want to hear us complain? And 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 by no means are we saying that the YouTube channels and other podcasts that do it are wrong. But we're just saying that there's a majority of them that don't do it in the, the way that they should. Um, especially for us, or at least for me, like... As much as I wish I could go onto YouTube and watch a lot of these people review stuff, oh, no. it I literally can't because it gets irritating hearing someone try to explain something. It's like that's not right. Like you, you're just making shit up now. Yeah. You're, the way you're explaining it, you, yeah, you're you're saying that that, and you're saying it's fact, and yeah, you're telling that, but the, you're saying it all wrong. It's it's yeah. so weird that like now it's only a couple. Like there's only a couple places I'll go. Yeah, me too. You know, like I'll wait for Found Flicks to make something and be like, because this guy knows what he's gonna talk yeah, about. Yeah, when they explain uh, the ending, explain or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or um, the one guy that I told you, um, Dead Meat or whatever, he was on that um, React. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'll watch his because all he does is he, he goes through, like, the movie's kills. And, like, so it's like, but he also kind of reviews it a little bit. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't just sit there and, like, well, I well, how come this character didn't do that? Well, that was a plot hole. It's like, uh, that's not a plot hole. Ed, but the worst part, I, and the thing is, the reason why we say that is because we realized that people were being hypocritical mm. because they would say stuff like that. And then they'd also say this X movie is their favorite movie. And it's like, you mean the movie that actually has a plot hole in it? Yeah. But you're criticizing this movie for not having a yeah, plot but hole. That movie is a classic because. Yeah. And, and that's, and I, and that's where we were bred. Yeah. We, we didn't like that. We didn't like the idea of people just, well, I reviewed this movie, and I'm going to tell you how it is. And it's like, okay, but you telling me how it is isn't telling me about the movie. It's just telling me how 
you sat there and oh my god it was three hours long it's like who fucking cares like yeah, move on sit there and watch so, okay it. then keep just move on and keep oh yeah so having to sit there and it's like i don't want to hear about you sitting yeah there. just tell me about the movie and it's like yeah well like i'm not gonna talk about the beginning because the beginning's fine it's the end it's like no tell me about the fucking movie yeah like and- that's where it was getting irritating it was because these people weren't reviewing movies they were reviewing their experiences yeah yeah, sometimes, like, obviously we talk about experiences like we we did on this episode, but it's also the movie. It's, like, why we love the movie, what's to like about the movie. If it's a movie that we don't love, what is there to look forward to? If, if, if Dom can't get with this movie, it's, like, but let me tell you why I think this movie is good. Mm. Or if I'm not understanding why the, this is essential to the movie, it's Dom explaining like, but when you look at the grand, you know what I mean? It's, it's still us having those conversations, but it's trying to paint it in a positive light because sometimes people will say, well, Joe Dirt's a stupid movie. And it's like, yeah, it is stupid. It's very fucking stupid. Yeah, but but it's hilarious. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. And see, that's, it does its job. It's, it's a, it's a comedy that's supposed to be stupid. And that's why it works is because it's, it's not, it didn't try to be something different. It, it knew what it was trying to be, and it did it. Like with the segments, we always try and bring you something like where it's like, this is something we've found with within this community that it's like, we need to call them out on that. because because yeah, we're a call-out culture. Yeah. And you're we need canceled. To, we need to cancel. No, but it's because they do it to be, they, they do it, but they're hypocritical about it. And that's one thing that we try and we try to avoid being here as hypocrites about things. I there's obviously something that we've said where, I mean, I'm not gonna go through everything and be like, oh yeah, I guess I was hypocritical about that. And like that, that's one thing too is like doing this stuff. It it's still it we're still changing. Like we're still yeah. It we're we're getting better at not only watching movies, but trying to really uh encapsulate what the movie is because when we when we left school like that was one thing is like we did start to view movies a lot where it's like oh well that tracking shot is still very shaky i don't know why like why they just do handheld that's so dumb like (laughs) it it was hard to kind of get away from that especially in that environment of like film school because they love doing that yeah they love being like oh well, oh, I can't watch this film because it wasn't nominated at the Palme d'Or. And it's like, do you even know what that is? I know it's a prestigious award. Someone said it before. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like people say things, but they don't know what they are talking about. Yeah, and uh, and that was one thing, too, is we try to move away from that, where we, we still talk about how we love cinematography, or we oh, love yeah. the score, or we love the way something's written, or whatever, directed. Obviously, because that leads to why we like the movies, but also just trying to... Only break down the movie in that sense, right? Where it's like, oh man, the, the cinematography, this is great, and blah, blah, blah. But also, like, what the movie meant, what the movie, yeah, what the movie was supposed to do. Was it supposed to be some slapstick comedy? Is that what we got? Cool. You know what I mean? It, and that's something where, like, now, <clears throat> I think trying to put ourselves more in that mindset is making us enjoy movies just and and tv shows too all around just a little bit more it's me being able to to watch um 
Holmes and Watson and know that it's a bad movie. But I like Will Ferrell. You know, I like John C. Riley. I'm going to watch it. And, yeah. like, I know that it's not great. And I know I'm not laughing, but I still watch it and be like, okay, I like that part. That's actually pretty funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, no, I know what you instead mean. Of, instead of, oh, I walked out of that movie. Let me tell you why. It's like, shut the fuck up. It's yeah. a movie. Like, of course, what do you want it to be? Period accurate? Like, go, then go watch a period piece. I know. And then also, it's it's not just that, too. It's It's like more dramas now. I can sit there and I can be like, let me... Let me see if I, I can actually sit and watch this because before, I really, all I liked was comedy. I didn't even, I wasn't much of an action guy, you know. I, I didn't care much for a lot of dramas. Every once in a while, something would slip through because it's like, no, that's not a drama. That's a sci-fi movie. No, yeah, it's, it's a, a dramatic movie. sci-fi movie. Oh, what's that? Wait, you're saying that there's emotions in this movie? <laughs> uh no, but like doing this, I think even more, you know, trying to sit down and watch even movies we don't review, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, I, I watched Dan and Ollie twice already because it was just an enjoyable movie. Was that movie. good? I still haven't seen that. Yeah. And so like that's the cool thing about this, too, is just always trying to look at the positive, trying to look at like what's good about this movie, trying to look at like, oh, you know what, you know, now I actually see like, oh, uh, John C. Riley in this movie compared to John C. Riley in that movie, like, yeah, actually, it's pretty good when you, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what this podcast is doing, not only to us, but hopefully to people who listen, and even if people don't listen, like, it's be, it's just, for us, it's helping, like, hey, you know, we're actually getting together, we're doing something somewhat productive, and we're trying to be like, hey, let's not lose our love for movies. Let's yeah. not, let's not be like, oh, well, <laughs> I actually worked in Hollywood for like two months, oh so let me say why I don't like this movie anymore. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just those people who are just so. I think I feel like they they think that they they have a a higher say because yeah, like either they work on it or they work with it. And well, it's I'm like, a writer, so I know what good dialogue is. It's and like, it's like, yeah, but like, why can't you just go to or why can't you just sit down and watch a movie and be like? Let me just watch the movie. Like, I don't, I, I never understood that. Like, because, like, that's what they teach you in film schools. You have to sit, you have to watch movies twice because you have to be a, a filmmaker watching it. And then you have to be as, like, you're an, a, as a regular audience member watching it. And it's like, why can't you sit there and, and notice, like, the, the great lighting that they're doing or the great shot that they're doing? But at the same time, you're still engaged with the story. Like, it's one thing that I think doing this really taught us is, like, there's some weird stigma about like these dramas and these uh, uh like we talk about the like like um like Oscar bait movies and all this stuff where people go into certain movies and they'll watch them and be like, Oh, of course. But it's like, are you enjoying it? Like how like we said, like how we went we went to went to uh the the lighthouse and we were laughing our ass off. Yeah. And no one else was. And it's like, are you guys not enjoying this movie? This movie's so awesome. Um, I'm sitting here watching it. Um, of course I'm watching it. Like, aren't then why aren't you it? laughing? This is hilarious. Yeah, I know. Like, there's, 
like th- there's multiple times in movie the and uh, movies when we do when that happens where it's like <laughs> it, three billboards yeah where <laughs> these, these parts are meant to be funny like you're supposed to laugh like in three yeah you're right in three billboards like there are so many funny parts in that movie like but they're meant to be funny it's not uh, like we're laughing at like a random part that just is like oh she died ha 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 no like it, what was it oh uh, she was like yeah, well, I hope you get raped on your way home. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's so fucked up. Yeah. And, and that's one thing, too, is like, that's why I think, like, before we close out, is like, this is what this podcast is able to do. It's, it's able for us to, like, break down those barriers and just watch a movie and enjoy it. But um, I don't know. It's just like 100 episodes may not be that much right now. Um, or maybe a hundred episodes is a lot, like, you know, I don't know. Cause don't know. you know, sometimes people fade in and out and stuff like that. But the one thing that is really cool about this, whether, you know, you like us or you don't, maybe, maybe you hate listening to us. <laughs> That's cool too. But it's the fact that it still gets us together to watch a movie mm-hmm. and talk about it. Because guess what guys, when we don't have mics in front of us, we, Get together. <laughs> we watch talk about movies. <laughs> like, there's no difference. <laughs> the only difference is us being able to take a movie like Gentleman Broncos, a movie that we saw. Probably, I probably watched around three to four dozen times by now. No joke. But a movie I've seen so many times. But now we can sit and we can be like, look at. Let me tell you why this is hilarious. Look at this guy. Look at this character. Look at this. Look at the 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 ambiance of the film. Look at every. Look at how he wrote. Look at how he went from Napoleon Dynamite to this, and how it's so much. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we can actually sit and talk about something like this, uh, or we can you know take the our 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 idea of like oh like what we thought a Joker movie could be, and then watch the Joker movie and be like oh, okay like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. there's just a lot of different things I think make us like a better viewer i guess yeah or just like a consumer yeah i think that's i think that's how you should take us as we're we're equal parts consumer and critic because like we said we'll be critical of a film if it needs to be but we'll also sit there and tell you why and we we like to see both the art and the entertainment like we've argued that before whether or not film is it's both we yeah, sat we, here and told you it's we don't cool. we don't want to be the guy who let me talk you about let me talk about why I hate the Last Jedi and then is sitting here reviewing uh, the Mandalorian and be like oh this is why I love it and it's like but that's the same fucking thing what that's are you like, talking about yeah so <coughs> hundred episodes super sick woo thank you for listening if you're listening if you listen. To old episodes, if you're listening to just now, yeah, thank you. Like guys. honestly, thank you so much. We, yes, we honestly appreciate it. Um, so this is to the next 100. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, the next 300. Oh, we make the next 300, not 300 episodes, but the next 300. So 400. <laughs> it just goes up 100 each movie. <laughs> Um, no, but seriously, thank you so much. This is, it's amazing. Especially like the, the timing of this podcast is so weird because we could have done something like this earlier. And honestly, I didn't even really want to do a podcast. 
I legit I didn't really want to do exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I was the one who was like, let's do a podcast. And, and then now, you're like, no. Yeah, now we sit here, record, and edit. So who knows? But uh, yeah, honestly, thank you so much. Um, like I said, we're always trying to, to better ourselves, to, mm. to keep pushing ourselves. Um, you know, we're not trying to bank on like, oh, well, we're popular. Oh, look at how many people like us. Like, all we care about is just kind of having these conversations. Yeah. And it, it's cool when people kind of want to have the same conversations or, I, I or just they want to die hard tell us what we're wrong about. Yeah, I just wish people would just be like, huh, you know what? You're kind of right. Yeah. Because we know, like, we even say, like, sometimes how, where it's like, I know, blah, 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 but, like, here's why we're okay with it. Yeah. Because that's how, you know, there's some, some things that we learn or some things that we view completely different from you and this is why we like it instead of just telling you like no you're stupid even though sometimes we do say you're stupid <laughs> uh, instead of just always trying to say that instead of being that fucking internet guy who's like yeah i watched this movie it was pretty perfect but let me tell you why i didn't like this and it's yeah. like what the fuck like can you so you just can't you can't be positive for once Oh, this movie's oh, amazing cast, amazing crew. Oh, 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 they shot it like super cheap, but it looks so amazing, blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you why I hated this. And yeah. it's like, what? Like, none of that. Whatever. Thank you for being on this quest. And you, we're going to keep going from here. Mm. And we still might, you know, we tried things in the past. We're still going to try things in the future. Yes. We might change things up now. Like, who knows? But really, if you guys just want to stay on our course of wherever we're headed, you know, be sure to follow our Instagram, our Twitter at intb underscore podcast. Um, I've been falling behind on Twitter sometimes. Um, it's just sometimes it's hard to just post because I'm not a very social media guy, but I do like social media. I don't yeah, know how that I, works I mean, out. I try and keep it up too, but like. <laughs> Sometimes you're just like if, if you want to oh, message shoot. me and have a conversation, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, um, if you want to, you know, direct, um, DM us and let us know, like, why did why did you like Gentleman Broncos? Why did you hate Gentleman Broncos? What the hell is Gentleman Broncos? Yeah. Or you guys hate us that we've already been at 100 and we're not popular enough, or we're too <laughs> popular, or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, or you can do that at our email at intbpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, be sure to follow us on anything you listen to us on um, so you get the episode right away. I try to do it. At, I try to try to get it out every Friday, but sometimes I legit forget. <laughs> so yeah. if you follow us, it, as soon as it comes out, you'll get it. Yeah, it's usually from between Friday to Monday. <laughs> 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 and anywhere in between. Um, and yeah, like I said, like I the idea of us going and pushing on and going further, we are gonna we are gonna try to get onto Spotify. You know, Spotify is becoming bigger and bigger with stuff like that. And, and to another peek behind the curtain is we were we were trying to do YouTube stuff too, but it was getting kind of hard. Hopefully now we're going to get to the point too where we can do YouTube as well. Um, we're just, we've been trying to expand different ways. Something might be coming along 
in the next year that is completely different than this. But yeah, we're going to um, sit and talk about TV shows that we saw. And <laughs> not really that bad. <laughs> so TV. It's not that bad. If you want to be on that journey, make sure you follow us. Like I said, uh, yeah, we'll, we're going to try to get on to, we're going to try to put our shit on YouTube. Um, and so, and, and Spotify. And so we can try to just, like I said, keep expanding, keep pushing, try not to just stay still for too long. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, who knows, you know, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, I could die tomorrow and the podcast ends or I mean, I Tom could die going. tomorrow, and, you know, and I'll keep going. But until then, guys, to, to our 101 episode, remember. It's not that bad. It's not that bad.